Welcome to Dare a New Belief, a place to discover what is possible for your life after the loss of a loved one, and where you will find inspiration, insight, support, and love, and hopefully a bit of laughter to help you through your day. Now, here's your host, Nada Hogan. Welcome to Dare a New Belief, where you will find light and life, love and joy, healing, faith, and hope a place where you get to believe in what is possible for your life. I'm your host, Nada Hogan, and today I have the great honor to introduce you to Jules Anderson. Jules is a mind and body mechanics practitioner, a life coach, and an optimistic specialist who operates south of the river in Minnesota. Welcome, Jules. Hi, thank you. Oh, you're so welcome. Thank you. I am so grateful that you took time out of your ever busy day to be with us today so we can have a little bit of a conversation about the totally cool things that you do and how it is through your work that you impact the world. So thank you. We decided to make a big holiday dinner. Thank you. I'm honored to be here. Ah, Awesome. Awesome. So Jules, the first thing that I want to ask you is because this is what you do. You are a mind body mechanic, a mind body mechanic practitioner. So first there's two questions that I want to ask with that. Um, First of all, how did you get into that work? And secondly, maybe I should flip flop those. What is a mind body mechanic? Those are super great questions. So I remember um, I grew up in a house where my mom was a nurse and she wanted me to be a nurse. And I'm like, "Mm -mm, nope, that was super (laughs) confining to me to think about being in the hospital and being limited. And you know what I mean? Yeah, I was like, I said verbally, I remember saying, if I could just help help somebody like if they sprain their ankle walking across the road or if they, you know, just and I was basically saying in that moment what I wanted to see in life was just be available to people in need. Uh, So I was open to many different things, but I ended up going, I've always been an athlete and the body has always, um, I'm just in awe of our bodies, just like the vessel that it is and how it heals and how it like just amazed me. And so I ended up after my children going to school for sports medicine and athletic training, I wanted to be a professional athletic trainer. And after having my third child, I decided that probably wasn't a good career choice for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I ended up working with bodies, opening my own practice. And from there, I learned the connection between our mind and our emotions or thoughts and how they affect our bodies. And Mm -hmm. here I am today. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So it's so true. And most people, I think, don't recognize that there is this enormous connection between our mind and thoughts and our body. So how how did you stumble upon that? Or did you already have like an innate knowing that there was some kind of a connection? Um, it's interesting. I'm very a type personality. So I'm like, what does it mean? Why? What is this? How come this is the way it is? I need to know why. And I started, I was just fascinated with the body. So I started in sports medicine. So I was treating injuries 
And the ones that really surprised me were the reoccurring shoulders, the reoccurring back, lower back injuries. And I'm like, hmm. And while I psychologically knew that the more comfortable I made my office space or the whole encounter for people um, more comfortable, the more they opened up and the more I saw consistencies. And then Mm -hmm. I wanted to know about that. So it just opened itself up. So if you pay attention, it tells you everything around you is like knowledge, right? So I just paid attention and I'm like, okay, this is a second person. No, this is a third person. Now I need to do research on that. And it developed into really taking classes on neuroscience, how our brain works and cognitive behavioral therapy and how we actually are in control of all of our thoughts rather than just letting our thoughts happen or waking up and going, Oh, I wonder how I'm going to feel today. So all of those things play a part for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So here's what is so interesting to me because I don't think that most people, at least not the people in my circle put together sports medicine, treating injuries with neuroscience, cognitive behavior therapy, and that we are in control of our own thoughts. Do you, do you find that the people, so if I was to talk to the average person that's in my world that is involved in sports, and I was to say like, you know, if you were playing football and you keep having this ankle issue, do you think that would have anything to do with your reoccurring thoughts or with neuroscience or cognitive behavior? Do you think there would be a correlation? And I just have a feeling that the majority of the answers would be no. Like it's because I'm playing a physical sport and that's how come I keep getting hurt and my ankle's weak because I've heard it so many times, but not the correlation. That's how I think it would be. But since this is, this is your area of expertise do you mm-hmm. find that to be the same for the people that are coming into you do you have to educate them or do you think they for already sure. know ah. for sure there's a lot of education a lot of my work in the past I've been doing it almost 25 30 years now I hate to even say that but that's I true <laughs> um, I'm still young at heart yes um, you are but but it is true and even I work with um, doing emergency athletic training for, I do D one football. So I'm in, in a small town by where I live and several doctors, uh, actually the, the Vikings, um, orthopedic surgeon is, was one of the fathers of the team. And so I had seen him for years and he was very skeptical as far as like my education and if I was qualified and, and all of those things. And he's, you know, growing up in a medical field, um, it might feel a little uncomfortable, for, for me to be around a doctor or to be around a specialist initially. But then the more that I ask questions and the more that I am knowledgeable in areas that they are not, I see that we work really well together. Yeah. It's in addition to, it's not anything I need to be threatened by. So it's all about communication, even to doctors. So now if I treat a doctor or a surgeon or a specialist of some kind, I speak the language they understand that builds that bridge there where the connection is made, but it is all about communication for sure. From the general public to the medical professionals, for sure. 
Absolutely. Yes. And what was it that you said that, so you do emergency what training? Emergency athletic training. So I take the sports medicine. So I am, um, in our state of Minnesota, um, the D one sports are required to have an athletic trainer, medical professional on site at all of the events. So And this is also a foundation for what I do as well. So I started five years ago and um, again, because I was an athletic trainer prior to being married and having kids right out of college, I was a coach and athletic trainer. So it just follows, gets back to that connection. But I was working with D1 basketball and D1 football and I'm working 14 hours a day, every hour on the hour, having 10 courts going a time. So I'm seeing a multitude of patients, a multitude of patients, and they're anywhere from ages 15 to 21. And the injuries I were seeing were not corresponding in my brain as something healthy, young, athletic people. I shouldn't be seeing these injuries. Yeah. And so I, that's another thing that was like super loud in my face. Like, why, why is this happening? Why are people okay with it? Why are these people having lower back surgeries? Why are they having ACL tears and MCL tears? And so I, again, did my research as far as ligaments and tendons and how they are a vibration different from the muscles. So I was like, no, we have to treat these things differently or you're not going to heal. So I want to help heal people. I don't want to just fix a symptom. So we're really breaking everything down here. In this in this one element, I'm seeing A, people are treating symptoms, right? Yeah. And B, they are not really looking deeper than a symptom. And that answers your question as far as like, hey, why does my ankle keep hurting? Oh, it must be because I play football and keep injuring it, right? So that's that same format is, you know, it's the simplistic mind and is what it is only what you see rather than looking a little deeper. How is this continuously happening? Why are the numbers so high? That kind of thing. Right. Right. And then you have to pay attention to that loud in your face, because if it's part of my journey, then I'm I am responsible for that information now. Right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I feel like, am I answering your questions? You are. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Really deep. Um, I hope that it it is answering your questions. It's really deep, kind of multifaceted mm-hmm. answers. It's not just a real quick fix it answer. Um, so Good. hopefully, yeah. Yeah, because that that's part of it. And that's what's so amazing about this work that you do and and that led you to different work and we'll talk about that later but yeah. but just in this one piece where and especially athletes um and and maybe women are a little bit different I'll have to ask you about that if you notice a difference between the sexes but the connection between mind body spirit it cannot be segmented. It can't be separate. And I think that we tend, and especially people that are in rough and tumble sports, I think it's all about the performance and, and getting it done and being the best on the team or, you know, in the whole entire league, but it's not putting, putting 
all of it together. So it is mind, body, spirit working together, which studies have proven that when when it is mind, body, spirit, you are such a better performer, no matter what it is that you're doing. So you to be able to be in this work and working with people at the ages that you are, I think you said that you started like the people you're with are somewhere between 15 to to 20 years old. Is that right? Yeah, correct. That's the majority when I'm doing these tournaments. Yes. Yes. those, those, I hate even saying young people now, but those young people, what they can get this information when they come in, you know, unfortunately, if they have to have an uh, injury to come and see you, but to mm-hmm. start understanding that I'm not just a body running to do this athletic feat, that I'm all of it. I'm mind, body, and spirit. And what a beautiful place for you to be in. And I love that you said this as many times as I have spoken to you. I don't know if we've ever talked about ligaments and tendons being a different vibration than muscle. And it 100% is. And how totally cool is that? Right. So with uh, in in that whole thing, what you just said, it I, I got goosebumps, first of all. Mm. Just super big chills. They're poking out of my legs and my arms right now. Um, I'm blessed to be where I am right now. I will say... I was used to, when I first started, I was used to working with older athletes. Um, I have treated professional athletes for many years, um, NFL, NHL, you know, golfers, everything from all over the world. Um, I, this type of treatment you can't find just anywhere because it goes to the cellular level of healing. Um, and it's so unbelievably amazing. However, simply saying after what you're saying, when I first started, I was working with some younger kids, even younger than 14. And I remember telling my boss, okay, I am not here to emotionally coddle these children. I'm here for (laughs) injuries. And she said, she said, no, this is your job. And I was like, excuse me. And Um. I was I was not ready for that at that moment. I was just really strictly about injuries and I'm here and it's a serious and and if there's a serious injury, I need to be available. I can't be over here hugging this kid, you know. But what you're saying, it has now developed five years later into an amazing balanced treatment where I can see a lot of the kids that I treat will lay on the ground and have an injury or say that they're hurting. I'm going to say, describe that they're hurting. Yeah. And I look at them and I attend to the area in which they're describing it's hurting. And I look in their eyes and I say, are you just tired right now? And they look at me and shake their head. Yes. And I mm-hmm. say, okay, then we're just going to, and I say to the refs, we're going to take all the time we need. And I said, just lay here, get a moment because it's emotional. Yeah. Right. So yes. It's so serious, especially in the football league, because if they are emotionally out of control or frantic or unaware of what that emotion even is, and their coach is yelling, get up, get out there, you can do it, blah, 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 they are going to be injured. Right. So it's my opportunity to say, hey, so at that moment, I'm dealing with emotions and a symptom, and 90% of the time, they get up and they play 100% better because I heard what they were saying. And at, at those ages, and even as adults, if we aren't familiar with emotions and what they are and recognizing them, we aren't able to describe them 
so that other people can understand them. So it really is deep work, but it's effective. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. I love that. So when so you go along with just what you're saying. Yeah. And, and when the, if you have a athlete who's laying down, who's wounded somewhere in pain and, and you're asking them, you know, are you just in pain? And they're saying yes. And you look in their eyes and you're asking them if they're tired and they're saying yes. Like you get to run the show right there, right? Like nobody can tell you like we need to no. get going, right? The, no, like, you- I first, nope. The refs, I have everybody standing back. I have to make sure the scene is safe. And I, my main concern is the well, Illness of that child or the, the player yeah. and my I've had many conversations with coaches with refs with um you know the moms and the dads that I know that this is your child but my best interest is in their health and wellness and I've had some kids that I say you know sit out sit out the rest of the game it's better to keep yourself safe right now and have you be stronger for Saturday's game Right. And what do I say? I always say this. You are very important. Mm. You are very important. And I think it's important that we each know of our importance and have people remind us of that. Yes, absolutely. Yes. And being in that field, because I think I think the athletic field, it it is all performance and kind of forgetting that you're just you as a human being, you as just a person, you're important. You're important. There's a whole reason that you're here, and it has it goes way beyond the sport that you happen to be playing. Right, way beyond, and I I like to say way beyond what we see. Yeah. If we are just speaking on what we see, then we're no different than a three year old. Right. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful. So that's real simple. It's real simple to me. So I always have measurement tools that I use to help myself. Am I describing what I see? Because that is absolute. I mean, seriously. Somebody that's very underdeveloped can do that. Right. A dog can do that. A ball, go get the ball. They get the ball. It's what they see. So are we behaving or are we um, operating on a I only speak what I see kind of basis? Because then that tells us maybe the growth that we have left to do. Right. Yeah. So Jules, because that's so deep. That, that is so deep. And, and I think that you are heads above. I, I'm not that familiar with the athletic world now. I mean, I did do some very small sports in my small town that I grew up in. Um, but you're just, you just seem to be light years ahead in your approach in treating injuries and just acknowledging a human being for being a human being. And even this whole part of just um, so much more than just what we see. So it was there always an innate thing in you that knew there was so much more than what meets the eye, or did you develop that through life experiences? That's a really good question. I think to be honest with you, I think it was something I was born with. Mm. I remember just being very, very young and my emotions, um, that I felt from other people were really loud and I didn't know what that was. I had no idea. Cause in my generation, we didn't really talk about it. <laughs> yeah. So I l- went through a lot of my life, not knowing why I felt 
the way I felt many times. And I was like, what is wrong with me? Why do I feel like this? It wasn't until maybe I had children that I was able to pinpoint the fact that, oh, that helps me be a better mom because I can feel, actually feel what that other person of, you know, if they're sad or if they're hurting, I actually feel it. Mm. And instead of turning that off, which a lot of people do because it, it makes them afraid. Like, what is that? Why do I feel that? It's very simple. And to take the fear away, we're a vibration. We're a vibration. So if you are in tune with that vibration, it just means it's an understanding. It doesn't mean anything other than that, but we're not taught what to do with it. Right. So it's, um, but like you asked me, I do believe that I was born with it. I, my mom, I remember saying things, saying things to me about like, don't, don't talk to everyone. You don't need to talk to everyone. Cause I'm saying nice hands. I like your tie, you know, just everywhere I went. Yeah. This kind of how it was made. Oh, I love it. I love it. Yes, yeah. your heart shines through in all that you do. There's just no question about it. Your heart absolutely shines through. Thank um, you. Yeah, it's, it's fabulous. And we're going to run out of time here. It's amazing how quickly this time goes by. It's always like being in a time warp. And I have a gajillion more questions for you. And I I want to know if you would be willing to come back next week so we can continue this conversation and we can dive into so much more. Are you up for that? Yes, ma'am. I'm up for it. Let's go. Awesome. 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 Thank you so much. Oh my goodness. Thank you. I am so grateful to have you here and I am so grateful to, to dive into the next piece. So for all of the people, uh, the listeners who are out there with us today, all of Jules information will be in the show notes. So if you want to contact her for any, because, and I guess I, let me swing back real quick too, Jules, as we're wrapping this one up. Because I know you you don't only do sports injury treatments, you also do massage, but it's not lay down relaxation massage. Like you're getting you're getting to the dense tissue and and you're helping that to be released. But you offer that to people who are absolutely not athletes, just a person who comes in who has some kind of pain, correct? Correct. From ages I've treated the youngest I think I've treated was two to ninety. So wow. it's anyone. Yep. It's designed for professionals, but it works on everyone. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. And I can attest to that because I did have Jules work on me. Oh gosh. I don't even want to think how long ago it was, maybe four <laughs> or five years ago. It's been a while. Um, yes, yes. And I'm telling you, the girl is tough. She's, she's tender, but she gets the job done. And um, yeah, and it it's amazing. It feels amazing. So anybody who is looking to um, do any kind of the mind-body mechanics work with Jules, that information will be in the show notes. So no worries with that. So again, Jules, thank you so much. I'm blessed to have you with me and I'm thank blessed you. to, <laughs> yes, I'm blessed to have you come back next week. So for the uh, Listeners, thank you so much for being here with us. And I know that there's information and gold nuggets in here for you. And be sure to join us next week for part two with Jules Anderson. Bye-bye for now. Thank you for spending time with us today. 
please go to nadahogan.com for show notes and other information you can use right away. If you like what you heard here, please subscribe to our show and don't forget to rate and review right there on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you get your shows. And don't forget to tell your friends about it. We'll see you next week.